Welcome to the Find Your Leadership Confidence Podcast with Vicki Nedling. You are about to discover impactful lessons that help you grow as an individual, grow your confidence, and find the positive and good within you, so you powerfully and authentically become the best version of yourself. Be sure you visit our website at www.findyourleadershipconfidence.com. While you're there, subscribe to us via your favorite network. Now tune in, get ready, and enjoy the journey of emerging as a leader of exception in the 21st century. Welcome everyone to the Find Your Leadership Confidence Podcast. I'm your host, Vicki Nettling, coming to you from Roswell, Georgia. The goal of this podcast is to bring topics and guests that will empower you to become that confident leader and take your business and your life to the next level. Today, I am very pleased to have Jesse Johnston as my guest. And let me tell you a little bit about Jesse. So he is a growth catalyst known for her harnessing the power of people to transform businesses and achieve game-changing results in the market. His repeated success steering organizations through change, including growth rapid growth and M&A events and industry disruptions. And he is a team leader who identifies recruits and develops and motivates the industry's top talent. He leverages leadership style rooted in empathy and compassion to drive high performance. I thought we'd talk today about the top three things to avoid when growing your business Please join me in welcoming Jesse Johnston. Vicki, thank Jesse. you so much for having. Thank you so much for having me. I, I I don't know if I could have said that better myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's just wonderful that you understand how important empathy is in leadership. I teach leadership, leading with the heart, the head, and the hands, and empathy is a big part of that. And it, and it's really taking advantage of the the feminine and as well as the masculine side of energy that we have. And I love whenever a male understands that there is that balance that you get to really build relationships, you have to have that. Yeah, well, I, I think that's absolutely true. And, and um, you know, in, in business, it's, there's a hard drive toward, towards numbers. And I don't want to discount the fact that we need to have a number. Um, but in our current reality, uh, those there are people driving those numbers That's exactly majority right. of the time. And um, what's great about people is um, great and challenging is they can be unpredictable. Um, mm. A person who's treated uh, one way may uh, react in a very positive way, and, and the same uh, another person treated in in, a, in that same way may 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 actually have a negative response to it, mm -hmm. and uh, that's where empathy and deep deep understanding of people and connection really come come into play. Because when you understand what a person what what drives a person, what they mm -hmm. actually want, um, it allows you to ask them for what you, what you need mm -hmm. and in a way that helps them accomplish that goal. And that, that's, that's been a, a part of my secret sauce, um, in the last, uh, I would say the last eight years of just like, okay, going from drive, drive, drive in one direction to like, okay, 
I'm, I seem like I seem to be getting, getting better results when I stop and ask them, mm-hmm. where are you headed? And can, I, can, and can we, uh, can I jump on that mission with you? And that's so very true. I, I, many, many, many years ago, I learned from the founder of UPS who um, Jim Casey used to carry little three by five cards in his coat pocket. And every time he met someone, he engaged with them and asked them personal questions about their lives and got to know them in that brief meeting. He always walked away then and wrote down, Jesse Johnson has two daughters, Olivia and Samantha, and they, you know, he loves to do this. And, and he, and so the next time he met you, he would say, how's Olivia? How's Jeff, you know, how are you doing with that project? And it makes a huge difference. I I couldn't agree more. Now you're just not a number. Now you're not just a butt in a seat. You are a person who is valued. Yeah, that's, um, that's, I can't, can't tell you how much that has. Well, two things. One is it impacts their lives. And frankly, it makes me feel amazing when I can have that impact. And yeah. um, that I, there is a time to drive and there's a mm-hmm. time to grind. And I, I'm, I'm in the real estate industry and I understand that. And I also understand that uh, when you build a loyal workforce an engaged and loyal workforce, there are people who will run through a wall for you when it is time to Absolutely. run. And, um, and that has been proven in time after time and, and uh, providing, uh, you know, outpacing uh results um through people not you know so yeah so i i feel i agree completely with that and and Mm -hmm. who did you say who was the person that you learned that from jim casey is the founder of ups okay that is not a story that i'm familiar with but it very much Mm -hmm. aligns with uh a lot of where i where i coming from you know the the idea of going deep with uh with an employee so Mm -hmm. um and 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 by the way like I, I believe it's it's very impactful if you, you can go deep with your with your let's call it five direct reports, mm-hmm. uh, meaning that you get to know them, understand them. So it's not just it's not just knowing their name, but it's also knowing mm-hmm. you know who's important in their life. Yeah. And then it's beyond that. It's it's like what what is their biggest what are they what is their biggest challenge or mm-hmm. what is their biggest goal? Like where where are you headed? Um, then lastly, what, what is, you know, where would you like to go in your, in your business career? Right. Mm -hmm. And so if I know today that you're in a position that isn't necessarily where you want to be in five years, but we can work together to get you into that new position and you're going to help me hire the next person in that puts me as a business leader in a much better position to run, to kind of direct my company versus finding out six months from now that you're quitting. Yeah. Um, and the momentum built from that and the loyalty built from that allows allows the organization to have more continuity and uh, and flow, which is a you know a you know hot word right now is mm-hmm. you know creating that group flow. But then you teach people if you if you can teach them how you're treating them, and then they they're able to kind of filter that down into the organization. So yeah. um, creating engagement at all different levels. Well, and you're leading by example, so you talked a little bit about that succession planning piece and and really if you treat someone the right way then they're going to treat someone the right way and and they'll be and, and if you're always looking how can you help 
your people grow. And so now they should kind of do the same thing. And so it's like, hey, whenever I was a project manager, I and I had people that were junior project managers, or maybe not even a project manager yet, but had interest in what I was doing, that's a person that I would start to mentor because, you know, I knew I wasn't always going to be in that position. And I wanted to be able to recommend my fellow coworkers for other jobs or for, if not project management in some other way that I saw that they might be able to excel. And you also mentioned about sharing um, the the roadmap, if you will, like, okay, to get to here, these are the 12 things you need to do or the five things you need to do. And let me see how I can help you do that. And I think that's really impactful to getting that loyalty you talk about. Yeah. And so the next step in that process um, I, is something that I called. So now I've, now I know you We're we're, we're kind of commissioned together Um uh, the next step that I think is is really important is uh, something I called plan spontaneity. It's mm. uh, it's providing um, above expectation uh, results through um, <clears throat> basically um, providing them with unexpected uh, rewards and just and just acknowledgement, right? So yeah. um, a lot of what what. Yeah. So now that I know you, I know how you want to spend. I know how who's important to you. I know how you want to spend your days. I know how you want to live your life. Then when when it's time to recognize you, whether that is a, a reward for doing something great, whether it's just a Wednesday, and I I will just want to let you know that I appreciate you, or uh, or it's your birthday or something other. I know I now have because I built this with you. I now know how to do that. And the key to it is one is is the understanding of that. And the other one is a little bit of randomization, right? So mm -hmm. being as a leader, uh, you mentioned um, like having that information. Then the next time I see you saying something like that, for me, it's like, if I could spend 15 minutes a week thinking about my top five reports and say, okay, what well, did I notice one of those five reports did something exceptional this week? I'm just going to walk by their desk and say, Hey, like, I saw what you did there. I saw that that person. I saw that you walked. You walked with that person who was having a hard day out of the office. That's the type of person I want to be in business with. Didn't cost me anything, but gained me so much in return. And then on like things like birthdays, if I know that they are family oriented, I'm probably gonna you know instead of you know taking them out to lunch with the team, maybe create an opportunity for them to go to dinner with their family because that's really what they value more. If they yeah. value hanging out with the team, then we'll go out and hang out with the team. But it's 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 understanding it's that. Yeah, it's understanding how to how to get to your people. And that that is something that I'm incredibly, you know, that has been proven to be incredibly uh, beneficial to building relationships and building teams that will be successful. So talk a little bit more about that as challenges with your team being remote. I oftentimes bring this up in my podcast because I think it's really important Um for supervisors, managers, leaders to understand that those same things that you did in the office need to be done with your remote teams. And that's more work, more challenging, but it still needs to be done. So talk about, yeah. about that. 
Well, I've run, I've run two different teams since uh, since 2020. Uh, the first one was a full sales team, mm-hmm. and um, that was challenging because sales salespeople are hard to keep engaged anyway. <laughs> um, so we would do. I mean, we would do. We were having some fun with it, and so I, I like this story. But we would we had some mottos like we had we had a you know our our goal for that year was the 10 10 10 and i would send it out to the team and saying hey the first person to respond back with the the what the 10 10 10 actually stood for will win a pizza and then we had a google form that went out to them that said what's your favorite pizza spot what do you want on your pizza and like and uh like what do you want to drink with it and we would have all of that delivered to their house nice right so as we know as employers you get a lot of you get a lot for a pizza right you like do. pizza <laughs> <laughs> you but, do. but having the or having brownies. their <laughs> exactly ha- having their favorite pizza delivered to their home like was so engaging and the and people started reacting because they're like wait and honestly, that pizza probably cost me $40, but uh, with delivery fees, but like it was worth every penny because people were showing up. And so there's two keys to that. One is no, is asking them what they want and not just, you know, delivering something random. And I, that's the thoughtful side of it. The other piece is having a, uh, having what I call home base or what is, what's our rallying call for the year. They knew the 10, 10, 10, and we had to keep our focus on the 10, 10, 10. And the 10 was all growth for them. Mm -hmm. It was increasing their business by 10%, increasing their average sale by 10% and investing 10% of their money, right? This was built as a team for everybody. Everybody had the same goal. So we knew where we were going. So those are the two keys to to that piece is that like really knowing what we stand for. Um, The next company um, we we had, our mottos were, or our uh, core values were, always evolving, meaning we're never just going to stay the same, say, same way we were before. We're not accepting the past as, as how the future will absolutely mm-hmm. be. And the second one was to, is providing concierge service. Nice. And so anytime um, someone would get a note from an agent saying, I, you know, this Jenny did such an amazing job. We went, we provided above level rewarding, but, but tied into like, I know exactly what this person wants. So again, it's having having a reward system where people know how they're going to be rewarded and know and having a rallying call or what I, I love to call it home base. It's like when we're making decisions, when we're hiring, when we're rewarding, we go back to home base and say, well, yes, it fits these these values. So let's reward it. Um, yeah. And then giving them what they want has was very rewarding uh, and oh, very, awesome. you know, very effective. That sounds awesome. Yeah, it's fun too, right? You, I, you could probably hear it in my voice, right? Yeah. There's nothing more that I like to deliver than a reward that is received well. Yeah. Um, so it means so much more. A good friend of mine quotes, and I'm gonna—I don't remember who it is. It could be Rumi, it could be anyone, but he quotes that he uses this quote where he says, "You know, uh, words from the heart are received by the heart, but words from from the mouth are don't pass the ears." And I'm like, mm-hmm. I, it's the same thing with. Same thing with uh, rewarding and, yeah. and acknowledgement. They just, when it's from the heart and you've actually put your, like you put your energy into it, it's received differently. Mm-hmm. And um, I really, you know, that's, that's, that's why, you know, keeping an engaged group, uh, keeping a, a, a group that is um, remote engaged, you know, can work, but mm-hmm. it, it's got to really come from the heart and it doesn't have to be hard work. Yeah. It's, it's a minute or two to do something different. Right. So how do you harness 
the power of people to transform businesses? Yeah. So, you know, so what, so again, we go back to the beginning, right? We, uh, so as, a, as an example, this year, uh, in business planning, we, we taught, we started with, we all, I always start with their business plan. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't, and I, we start early October, November writing their business plan. And so, uh, and step one in the business plan is the dream, right? In, t- in November of 2024, what have you accomplished and what, and what, and, and, you know, what's important to you. And, and I asked them to, to kind of like dream big, like, you know, what, you know, where, where have you been? And then uh, I like to, I like to quote Joe Dispenza, like, can you teach your body what it feels like to be there right mm. in this moment? So, so I love that. And then we step two, we, we talk about the theme. So now we distill all of that into, again, what's your word of the year? Is it, uh, is it, uh, engagement? Is it flow? Is it, um, you know, I had somebody who's like leveling up, right? Yeah. Mine last year was persistence. (laughs) Mine was, mine was vitality for 2023. So yeah, I got really excited about that one. No pun intended, but, um, (laughs) but like my, yeah. So the having a theme is now like, okay, when we don't know, when you don't know what to do next and you don't, and you're feeling rotten, can we, can we just go back to the word and remind mm-hmm. yourself what you want it to feel like? And can we get that energy lined in, in alignment with it? Um, so, so that's, that's step one. So then we build out their, their financial models. I actually let them choose their, like their tactics. And so again, I'm working with salespeople primarily when I was running, uh, I ran title operations for compass. So I was doing operations there. It was different. We had, we, we were working on their personal and you know, how they want to have an impact on, on the business. So again, giving people ownership in the business, um, is really important uh, engagement. Uh, and I'll go through the rest of this, but like engagement really comes from, you know, three things it's doing meaningful, meaningful work, in a psychologically safe environment where you have all the resources to do what you need to do. I mean, it's, it's, that's, I'm quoting William Kahn, like old, mm-hmm. you know, that's, that's, that's cool. been around for a while, but that's, if you can create those three things. So meaningful work, well, people, meaningful work is not what you're told to do. Meaningful work is where you actually could have an impact and you feel like mm-hmm. you are like, you're a part of it. Right. And it's, and it's doing something and you feel like it's, it's better. You're making the world better mm-hmm. psychological safety right? It's where you can say things and be heard and not, you know, and ha- and not be uh, removed because you, you said something. And then personal resources is like, you know, having everything that you need to be successful, mm-hmm. uh, whether that's education or whether that's pencils and pens, right? Um, and space, right? So, mm-hmm. so, so that's, that's why like giving them the opportunity to build their plan and then, in, and then incorporating into the greater plan for the year uh, has provide a, provided a high level of engagement and growth through through people. Mm. Because, you know, I know this, you know, if, if, if I'm working in operations and one of the people on my team says, we should do this every time. And it's a change to something that we're doing. And we adopt that and it works. Imagine how awesome they feel and how engaged they feel. Like they actually own it. Their signature, their DNA is in the company now mm-hmm. versus just showing up and running a, a, an assembly yeah. line that they had nothing to do with. I, that to yeah. me is um, how you build momentum with people and build, uh, you know, outpaced growth uh, with people. Yeah, so true. And it, and it really is 
makes a huge difference whenever they understand what they contribute, how it helps the bottom line, how it helps the <clears throat> align with the core values and the mission and everything. It's just so different. What do you see most of your clients struggling with today? So right now I'm consulting uh, business leaders and um, there's a pretty common tre a trend and I've seen it uh, for years. In fact, I was, I was one of, I acted this way. Um, it is really hard to watch and not meddle in the business. It's really <laughs> hard to stay positive while you allow people to make mistakes. Yeah. Um, as a leader who is, you know, and most of the leaders that I'm working with are running small businesses, it's hard to step back and watch somebody fumble with something you can do yourself. Um, but mm -hmm. to allow that to be growth. Um, I, I've worked with some very successful businesses and I've, and I can remember at an annual meeting saying, can we allow failure to be a place for learning? Or if we can't, then we need to, you need to understand that we will burn through people because if they never learn and we never let them do their job, we're just going to keep hiring. And don't get me wrong. Hiring is incredibly important. Um, so I would say step one is probably hiring, hiring great people, <laughs> but, yeah. and also hiring out of not hiring out of need, um, out of absolute desperation. Mm. Um, but hiring, you know, when you have your core values in place, you know, what your business is about, and you are a great, great leader, guess what? The right people start popping out of the woodwork to come work mm -hmm. for you. It yeah. is, it, it's, it's been paramount in my career to people calling me saying, can I come work for you? And mm -hmm. I, I don't think I'm magic. I think, I think people see that there's a clear vision. They, they've heard from other people that I treat them well. Um, I do think it, when you have great people, you have to pay them well. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, so hiring, right. And then allowing the, you know, first hundred days is rough. People tend, mm -hmm. you know, leaders tend to hop back in and be very alarmist and, um, but just being able to watch and then provide, uh, feedback on a regular basis to, to, uh, to new employees as they continue to grow. Otherwise it's going to be hard to scale. It's gonna yeah. be hard to scale unless you allow that to happen. I, I think one of the I used to say I, I used to get butt reviews all the time and, and they were, I'd go in and my supervisor would tell me, you know, what I did right and, and how appreciative and everything. And there was always that but. Yeah. The, and, but the best thing about the butt review was that she always told me why and yeah. how I could make it better and it wasn't, I didn't go there defeated and feeling that the failure was a disappointment to, or, you know, something I should be ashamed of. It was, okay, you learn from that. So how can we do this? How can we make it better? And so then the next time that opportunity came around that I remembered that, and I was able to put that advice to action. And so I think that's important that not only that you allow your people to fail, but how you react to their failures in a way that is constructive and positive, that they don't fear failure, but they do, as you said, look at it as a learning opportunity and understand that everybody is going to fail at some point. If you push yourself outside of your comfort zone, you will fail. 
you, you know, you didn't learn to walk the first time. And if you have that mindset, then it's not such a terrible thing. Yeah, there, there's a Disney movie. I believe it's Disney. It's called Meet the Robertsons. And it's all about like failure. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I've i I've tried to, you know, instill that with my children. It's, it's okay. You know, my, both of my children are in highly perfectionist uh, activities, ballet and gymnastics. And it's like, no, no, fall, fall now. Don't fall in, don't fall in the uh, competition. competition. <laughs> yeah, f- fall all the time now, but don't fall in the competition. And um, I think when you get people comfortable with, you know, what it feels like to fall and not, not get injured because of it or injured and, and recover, that's okay too. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they, their confidence in competition, you know, in the, in, in battle, yeah. you know, is much higher. Um, yeah. So I definitely, I definitely agree that, you know, that allowing for failure and failing fast and failing early is, is really good. Um, I have a very simple conversation that I, I've been, uh, teaching my, my leaders on, when they do their reviews, it's like, you know, it, it's, you know, go to the core values. How do you, how do you rate them on the core values? It's Cause that's, that's going to tell you whether we're aligned and if we're aligned, mm-hmm. that's a good, we're, we're good. But then how about a conversation of this was good, but we want less of this and yeah. more of this. Right. Right. And so level setting that, that to me is level setting. It means your work, your, your employee has done so much of this and they're so proud of that, but you're like, we're good there. So now maybe a little less of that, but more of this. And then, then for the next 90 days, you put your focus on, on the, I need more of this. Mm-hmm. And it's a simple conversation. Again, a lot of my uh, people that I'm consulting for are in the in sales businesses. So it's always like, can you support me more in sales now that we got, cause once you, cause operations isn't cute and then it's, mm-hmm. it's not fun. And so they need like, can you help me do these other things now that we got yeah. the operations under control? Right. And, um, it's really great to see the, the people working for them after those meetings mm-hmm. because they, they know what they need to do. And yeah. yeah so, and then stay consistent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, yeah. Uh, yeah. That's why persistence was my word last year. <laughs> yes. So you, um, I read on your website, you said that you feel it's necessary for your clients to answer the questions, who are we, what do we value, and who do we serve? Yeah. And um, so talk more about that. Yeah. So um, in, in any new customer that I start working with, we, we really run two parallel paths. It's developing the who, who are we? Um, so that is developing your core values. Um, Brene Brown has a great list of values that i like to use. Um, I think it's a good place to start. And we, uh, I have them choose two to five, you know, sometimes it's one, one word, and I want them to define it. I want them to go to Webster's, get a definition from Webster. And then I want them to define it themselves. And then I want them to take those definitions and kind of create a little value statement out of it. And then I want them to bounce it off people who know them and see if it actually rings true. So we, we get some social proof and then we come back to it again and we distill it and we, we say, okay, how can we make this into, again, I'm looking for, can I get it? Can I get it to one word? Can I get Mm -hmm. three words? Can I get it to one sentence? A paragraph is, is nice. But, um, and then you, you just, and, and then you spend the next 90 days seeing if you actually value that stuff. And mm-hmm. so, in the, um, so that, that's like step one is discovering who we are. So 
core values and then value proposition. And again, I'm mostly around salespeople, mm-hmm. but you know, in anything that you do, you're bringing value either to the organization, to a customer, to the community. So it, there are things that you've done in your life in the past. And there are things that you're learning right now that are transferable to people. And why is that valuable to me? So why should someone speak to me about leadership? Well, one is, you know, my my method of getting people building deep, meaningful connections with your most important people has proven to give yeah. outsized results. And so that's why some that's the value to you is one, you feel like a better leader Two, you feel like a better person. Oh, and by the way, you'll make more money. Right. So as creating a value proposition, like, so that's what I'm asking my customers to do. Then we determine who do we serve. Right. So, and that starts with who have we served because many of the people are already in business. So who have we served in the past? Because frankly, that's very likely who you will be serving in the mm-hmm. future. It's either them or an avatar. It's very close to who they are. And then who would we like to serve? Now let's get aspirational, right? We've yeah. served these people. Let's get aspirational. Like who would we like to serve? And I come from service because I mean, this is, you've literally heard me pour my heart out on this, on this podcast, but I come from service because at the end of the day, no matter what That's we do exactly service. Right. So, so I have this core business of who I have served and I create the aspirational ones and the aspirational ones are, are all the growth. Yeah. Yeah. And you have to, you have to grow. You know? Yeah, and that's that takes us back to the the failures or the the not being perfect. Yeah, I've been not perfect a lot, but um, you know, it's <laughs> me it's too. allowed me to to learn. Um, the last piece of the puzzle, though, Vicky, is is how do we serve them, right? Mm-hmm. And um, as a as a company that has values, right, and a value statement, has understand who we're serving. The next step is getting to how we serve them and how mm-hmm. we serve them is I, I come from a place as you will be known for the, for the promises or the things that you do over and over again, the promises mm-hmm. that you keep over and over again. So we, I, I, I'm, I work in an industry where people could have hundred steps to their process. And I'm saying, I can guarantee you one of those 100 steps is being dropped every time yeah. you show me a 10 step process as a salesperson or as a leader of a small sales organization, I can almost guarantee you, you'll keep those 10. And so when I was selling myself early in my real estate career, or like mm-hmm. early 2000s, I was, I was selling against people who had these hundred, this is my hundred step process. And they, they would walk into a, a meeting or a presentation with this. And I'd say, I'd walk in with, here's my 10 step process. Um, and here's the thing, I can guarantee you this. And I can also tell you, it's very likely that they're going to drop one of those hundred balls. Yeah. And so that, that was my way of selling. Why is it valuable to work with me with 10 steps versus working against hundred steps. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and it's because I'm going to keep my promises to you. In fact, mm-hmm. I'm going to, I'm so, I'm so confident. I'll keep my promises to you that if I break any of these, you can fire me immediately. Mm-hmm. And so that, so I was able to kind of provide. So again, I'm increasing my value to the customer also making it easy for them to choose me. Right. Right. So a- again, going back to the employee part of this, I'm making certain promises. If we're going to have a weekly one-on-one, we're going, I'm, you know, and we, we work through all of those things. We're going to stick to these core values. I'm going to live up to them. You're going to live up to them. Okay. So it's the, it, you get known for the, for the, the things you do consistently and the promises that you keep. Yeah. You set expectations and you follow through. Yeah. Yes. All right. Well, it's time now for rapid fire and okay. we probably um, just can do these two, but 
So we talked about your daughters earlier. Yes. So what will you hope your daughters will learn about leadership from you? You know, my audience is I try to promote and target women in leadership. So what do you yeah. hope your daughters will learn? Well, one is uh, I'm definitely raising two strong uh, independent females that will lead and do lead. And um, I, I hope that inclusion is is a part of it, right? Yeah. Being able to see people no matter what is yeah. that's a big, big thing for me. I uh, and I know that will lead to them being more successful. Yeah, sounds awesome. The second thing is, so what's next for Jesse Johnston? Yeah, so there's a lot happening. Um, <laughs> so right now I'm I'm consulting in the real estate industry and also other sales organizations. Um, and I'm very excited about that. Uh, soon to be launching Collab Consult, which is a partnership um, that will be providing um, leadership and uh, other value to people in the real estate space. Uh, our goal is to provide everything that an agent needs to be successful. Awesome. Um, and uh, and that that goes beyond tools. It goes all the way to like working with you know working with them as a leader, working with their organization finances, tech stack. I mean, the whole, the whole entire thing. Um, we, we believe, and the other thing is we also don't believe we're the solution to everything. So collab is the idea is collaborating with others outside of our space, uh, knowing that we can provide our clients with even better results if we mm -hmm. bring in the best expert on that topic. So super mm -hmm. excited about that. That's great. Yeah. All right. It's time now for me to share my screen. So if you're just listening and you want to go and grab that paper and pencil to get the website information so you can connect with Jesse. And if you are watching, you can get a screenshot. As always, all this information is on my YouTube channel. And you should be sure to subscribe as well as going to findyourleadershipconfidence.com to my website. So Jesse's website is https colon forward slash forward slash Jesse D like David Johnston with a T Johnston.com and LinkedIn. He's Jesse David Johnston and Instagram. He is Jesse D Johnston. And I'll let Jesse talk to you about what you can find on his websites. Yeah. So uh, for those of you that are looking for uh, consulting services, um, either leadership or sales, um, it's a great place to connect with me. Um, and I hope that uh, by the time this comes out, we'll also have Collab Consult uh, live and you'll be able to connect with that as that as well there. Uh, I'm, I, I'm just hoping to connect with you to, um, you know, where we can have a conversation about your leadership goals and your organizational goals and see if I can actually, you know, if I can provide uh, direction on how you can win and, and drive a highly engaged workforce. That sounds awesome. Well, Jesse, it's been just wonderful chatting with you. We are so aligned in our, our mm -hmm. mindset and, and what we believe leaders should do and be. And it's been just wonderful having a conversation with you today. This was great, Vicki. Thank you so much for having me on. And I hope your audience uh, learned something that they can implement right away. Definitely. You gave so many great tips and advice for folks. So please do take it to heart. Um, maybe need to rewatch this a couple of times so you can get some of the notes. 
And as always, I remind everyone that life is a journey and it's up to you to enjoy the ride. This is Vicki Nettling signing off. Thank you for tuning into the Find Your Leadership Confidence Podcast with Vicki Nettling, where we share impactful lessons that help you grow as an individual, grow your confidence, and find the positive and good within you so you powerfully and authentically become the best version of yourself. Remember to visit our website at www.findyourleadershipconfidence.com and enjoy even more great episodes like this one. Again, while you're here, subscribe to us via your favorite network. We look forward to seeing you next time on the Find Your Leadership Confidence Podcast.